Welcome to the Empowered You Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Espino, a former licensed social worker turned spiritual empowerment coach and transformational speaker. And I am on a mission to help you rediscover who you truly are on a soul level so you can create the life you truly desire and make the impact that only you were born to make. This unfiltered podcast is your weekly Espino Espresso shot of empowerment, information, strategies, incredible guests, fun, and so much more all geared towards helping you believe with pure conviction that you are more than enough and have the power and abilities within you to make your dreams and desires a reality. Because let me tell you, sunshine, the world needs you. Now let's get this party started. back sunshines to another episode of the empowered you podcast bow, bow, bow. welcome 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 i am so happy that you're here that you're listening i'm so grateful and i'm so freaking fired up and excited for today's topic for today's guest i know i say that all the time but for real for real i am so excited for you to learn about the world of human design so before we go into that i do want to let you know that this episode is sponsored by my upcoming healing your inner child masterclass that's going up on september 24th at 8 p.m eastern standard time on Zoom, it's gonna be freaking amazing. And what I love is that I ran this masterclass last year around the same time, and I wasn't planning to run this class, but recently I did two Instagram reels on inner child healing, and they have blown up. I mean, blown up. I am so grateful. And I recognize there's obviously a need for inner child healing. I mean, if you already know me, you know I'm very passionate about inner child healing. I feel like that's one of the keys for real liberation and freedom and acceptance and self-love and how we can really start changing our life for the better. It's from inner child healing. So I'm very passionate about it. I just felt that not everyone was very open to it. I felt a lot of people were scared of it. I feel I felt like there, it wasn't really trendy or sexy, but you know what? Those reels proved me wrong. And I obviously, there is a need for inner child healing and I am ready to deliver. I'm so freaking fired up. I'm so excited. The masterclass is going to cover, you know, why inner child healing is so important. We're going to go into more depth on how our inner children become wounded. You're going to learn the phrases that all the inner children need to hear. You're going to learn five to tools that you can implement immediately to start healing and connecting with your inner child. And I'm going to do a live inner child guided meditation. It's going to be so powerful. And if you can't show up live, it's all good. Still sign up because everyone who signs up will get the replay. And the investment is $33 with an upgraded choice. If you decide to upgrade to the masterclass plus your own personalized inner child healing session on Zoom, that is going to be super powerful. That's literally a what is what is that expression bang for your buck? Because uh that is going to be $150 when in reality, my inner child healing sessions alone are $175 at this time. So now with this special offer I'm going to be offering you all is that you'll get the masterclass and an inner child healing session together for 150. So it's definitely a steal. It's going to be awesome. Mark your calendars and the link is below in the show notes. But also if you don't want to go to the show notes, all you have to do is go to bit.ly forward slash inner child healing masterclass 2020 all lowercase. So that I wanted to share with you all. Now, 
on to today's guest. You are all going to love her. We have Miss Graciela Razor on the podcast today. I don't know if you heard that, but I literally just hit my lamp because I got so excited. <laughs> and she is an intuitive energy healer and human design reader. Through her workshops, readings, and healings, she helps people get to know their soul essence so they can live life as their most authentic, fully expressed selves. She is absolutely incredible. And if you are new to human design, what I want you to do right now is I want you to pause this podcast and I want you to go to www.mybodygraph.com and I want you to type in your information. So your name, um, the time you were born and where you were born and that is going to be your human design. And um, then once you know your, your type, it's going to be a little crazy. And Graciela talks about this in the podcast. It's going to be a little crazy. Just know what type you are, whether you're a generator, a manifester, a manifesting generator, um, projector, or a reflector. And then continue on with this episode. I'm telling you, Sunshine, it's going to be so powerful. Once I, once I was introduced to human design. I mean, I was freaking obsessed because I know we have this desire to really find ourselves and really get connect back to our authentic self and really own that. And human design really helped validate a lot of things that were in my life and things that I've done and really helped me just give myself permission to just be me and own it. I'm telling you, it's super powerful. And I'm so excited for you all to meet Graciela. She is absolutely incredible. She's so wise. She, I, I had a vision for this episode and she totally delivered plus more. She's so awesome. So definitely follow her, check her out. I have all her links in the show notes and let's get this party freaking started in five, four, three, two, one. Welcome, Graciela, to the Empowered You podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I am so excited. I am so freaking excited, and I cannot wait for all the listeners to be introduced to human design. Um, like I told you before we started recording, some of them are definitely aware of human design. They may have kind of digged into human design, but a lot of them, this is going to be new information. So I'm so, like I've been wanting to have a human design expert on the show. So I'm just so grateful that you said yes and that our schedules lined up. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. It's so funny. I actually learned about human design on a podcast a couple years ago. So I'm hoping that people have the experience that I had where I just heard about it and it landed with me and honestly changed my life. That's so beautiful. And that's so full circle, right? Like you, you listen to a podcast and now you are the, the expert on a podcast. Isn't that cool? A hundred percent. And I, if I'm being honest, like yeah. being on a podcast is not something that I would have ever dreamt of doing before human design and before learning how my energy works and yeah. that I actually need to be sharing and just showing up as the fully embodied version of me. That was a really hard lesson for me to learn and something that I'm so, so glad that human design gave me. Wow. Oh, I love that. So real quick, before we get into human design, can you just share with listeners like what you currently do, you know, who you serve? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a human design reader and an energy healer. 
I have been in the wellness space for a couple years now, but really focused on building my business in these two modalities, which are definitely my favorite healing modalities in the wellness world. I know there are a lot of them uh, for the past year or so. Before that, I came from corporate, um, which no shade at all. I think there are a lot of people in corporate who are absolutely killing it right now, but it just wasn't quite for me. And that kind of just dovetailed into my whole wellness experience, which I know a lot of people can relate to. I really started coming to these modalities, energy healing, breath work, human design, astrology, just more intuitive living mm-hmm. um, at a time where I felt like I had really gotten away from myself in my mid-20s. I, I knew there was a more true version of me that I wasn't showing up as every day. And I missed her. And I wanted to say hello to her again and to encourage her to do all the things that she used to do when we were younger, like create and paint and rest and feel freedom in life and not feel like I had to just show up as this person that the world expected. So I know so many other people are having a similar experience right now and I'm really, really excited for them. And I'm not here to push anyone to be anything that they're not. It's really about getting back to who you are on the inside. Oh, so powerful. So powerful. And I love, I mean, to me, that's your inner child, like getting back to your inner child. And, uh, I, and I find that a lot of us, when we're in this like spiritual awakening path and it's always, I mean, I, I find within myself and a lot of other people is that we felt like something's missing. Like there's just something missing in our life. And it's like that intuitive knowing that there's something more out there. Um, so when you were talking about, you know, astrology, human design, breath work, I was like, yes, Reiki, like, uh, it lights me up. It's so, uh, that is what, I'm, that's our language here. Like, that's what I'm talking about. So I really appreciate you sharing that. So if you can tell the listeners, what is human design? I know that's like a loaded question, but you know, I was going to say that's the million dollar question. Yeah. <laughs> Um, So if you haven't heard of human design, you're totally not alone. In my world, I feel like everyone knows what it is, but then I go outside of my little wellness bubble to my friends and they're like, no, I've never heard of this. And it's basically, it's not a quiz. It's not a test. It's nothing like that. Um, But it is kind of like the spiritual version of the Enneagram. I tell people that's something that they're they're familiar with, where it's like a playing on personalities, archetypes, um, just things that are very unique to you. Um, it's, It's a study and it's a modality and it's very similar to astrology. So human design is basically the study of the aura, um, which is the energetic body that surrounds each person. So we're all kind of coming into a room or coming into a situation with a very unique vibe that we're putting out, right? Vibes are totally real. Mm -hmm. I know everyone has, everyone listening has like walked into an elevator and maybe the person was just not someone you wanted to be around and you don't want to be in that small space with their energy, uh, but you're kind of absorbing what they're putting out. And the idea behind human design is that we're all emitting these different frequencies at all times and kind of interacting with each other and playing off of each other. 
um, and not only do those frequencies change, but actually there is a very, very unique frequency that we come to this earth with that we're just naturally emitting. And that is our energy type, which we'll get into a little bit more. And it's just one small piece of the human design puzzle. So we have our energy type, which is kind of that frequency, that vibe that we're emitting. And then we have all of these other gifts, lessons, um, qualities within our chart that our soul came here to learn and came here to express. And so it's a very, very unique picture of you. It's almost a blueprint to your soul. So it's like astrology, but it's so much more specific than that and just highly specific to you. And I said, it's not a test, right? Mm -hmm. So it's just based on your exact birth time, date and place. That's it. I know it sounds so crazy, but I have yet to pull up anyone's chart who didn't completely resonate with the information in there. And it's just so wild and wonderful and really reaffirming to know that there is a, spe a specific expression of your soul that's calling on you to let it out. And that's always been whole. That's always been perfect. The idea in human design is that you're not reaching outside of yourself for your highest self. Your highest self was already in you. It's been in you the whole time. Wow. And so we're just getting back to that through this modality. Ooh. Oh my gosh. Like I, I could just like hear the listeners being like, oh my God, because I feel like we're all on this journey to authenticity. Like we all are really trying to rediscover our true authentic self and get rid of the layers of the, the conditioning and the freaking trauma and the, all the bullshit that we experience in this human experience. So like what you're saying is like music to my soul, like blueprint to your soul. Oh my God. I freaking love that. So for all the listeners, I'm going to share this in the intro, but just in case anyone skipped over the intro, can you let them know where can they find what um, human design they have? Yeah. So you can actually, I know I'm a human design reader, obviously, and we'll get into what that is, but you can actually look up your own human design. So I would encourage you to hit pause on the podcast, go look it up right now, and then come back because we're going to go into energy type a little bit. So you can just go to mybodygraph.com and plug in that info that I shared. So exact birth time, date, and place. And that's it. It'll pull up a chart and the chart, I'll be honest, is going to look really, really crazy. Mm -hmm. you are, you're not going to be able to really make sense of it. But somewhere on the chart, you'll see the words energy type mm -hmm. and you'll just look for that. And again, that word's not going to make sense to you either that follows energy type, but we'll talk about it. So you'll be prepared and you'll get all the unique info about yourself. Oh my God. I love that you mentioned that because it's true. When I looked up mine, I was like, what the hell is going like this is a whole nother language a whole nother world um that's why i have so much respect for human design readers and experts because it's like you really had to immerse yourself into this whole language and world and um studies because it really i mean i know we're only going to be talking about the human um the type today and kind of going into more details with that but even with that itself it's so liberating for someone and it's so like mind-blowing but then there's so much more to your chart that it's like holy shit like we need people like you to help us break it down you know well, thank you. Thank you so much for saying that. It really is about going deep. It's not being afraid to go there with something that's like 
a little bit esoteric and doesn't make sense to our kind of scientific minds, mm -hmm. which I have all the respect in the world for science. My boyfriend's a chemist. Wow. <laughs> but this is, you know, that it's not really, um, this is a different kind of study. It relies on a different skill set. It relies on us to really trust our intuition, trust and feel into what feels right, which so many of us have gotten away from and just come back to that in every moment and realize that there's magic in the world that we kind of can't explain. Mm -hmm. And isn't that so fun? Isn't that so wonderful? And I try to come back to that every single day. Yeah, and I feel like you get reaffirmed by your clients all the time how this is on point. Like, you know, I've had a couple readings before with the Human Design Reader, and it's just so affirming. I'm just like, wow, that is like, uh, that is how I am. Or, um, and I know there was times where I've gotten a little triggered. Like, I remember one reading, he's like, you manifest, you're very easy for you to manifest. And I was like triggered because it, I wasn't experiencing that in, at that time. But because of the conditioning of, you know, society and trauma and culture and all that crap, that it was triggering, but it also was like, it's cool to know that's within me. And it's just, so I hear what you're saying, how it's kind of like, it's a little out there, but if you're constantly getting reaffirmed, it's, it's like, how can you, how can you like close your eyes once you know this is out there type of thing, right? Mm, yeah, I love that. Yeah, I can never unsee this work. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I know that like everyone listening is going to be like super excited. So can we go into the types and a little more information on each type? Yeah, so let's talk about the energy types. So like I said, energy type is kind of the vibe that you're showing up with. It's what the world first sees about you and feels about you. And there are five different energy types. Your energy type doesn't change. So that's actually one thing about human design. Like you show up to life with a consistent chart and there are uh, areas that you may be more or less consistent or kind of play with who you are or not, mm -hmm. uh, but your energy type doesn't change. So once you look up your type, you'll know that and that'll be something, some information that you have that you can carry with you for the rest of your life. So energy type shows us, it's not necessarily so much about personality with energy type. There's a few more parts of the chart that correlate a little more specifically to personality, but your energy type is going to show you how you can best interact energetically with the world in a way that's going to create a lot more flow in your life. So when you start to live according to your energy type, things start feeling a lot more effortless. It stops feeling like, okay, I'm showing up to life. I'm acting in a way that doesn't quite feel right. Everything is a push. Everything is a struggle. Like that kind of, that's such a learned behavior and something that we're all so stuck in right now. And that starts to fall away once you really start showing up and living unafraid as your energy type. So with all that said, we'll dive into the first type, which is manifestors. And manifestors are, they're a little more rare and they have the biggest aura out of all the types. So other people can't help but notice you if you walk into a room when you're a manifestor. They are, they're kind of like these bosses, like they show up with very boss energy. And actually I'll take that point right now to say that None of the types is better or worse than any other, any other type. 
just because I'm saying that manifestors show up with boss energy doesn't mean that another type can't and vice versa. These are just the archetypes that we're playing with and we all are being called on to really show up as ourselves, do our part, shine unapologetically and interact together because these types all work together. It's not like we all need to be one type or we all need to strive to be one type. So I always just like to say that, like there's nothing good or bad in your chart. It's all just different. Um, it is mostly good. I'll give you that secret. You are mostly a really awesome, amazing, cool, fantastic soul. Um, but that said, I just like to clear that up because sometimes people hear these explanations and they're like, oh, I wish I was this energy type. And no, like you, you're really here to embody what you came here to embody. And it's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. I love that you said that because I've heard that before. Like, oh, I didn't want to be that, but now, you know, blah, blah, blah. So thank you. Okay, go on. <laughs> yeah, back to, back to manifestors. So like I said, boss energy, right? This is someone who is kind of meant to be a leader. And so I see manifestors go one of two ways. Sometimes they are people who are really comfortable with like shining in that spotlight role, like really showing up with these big personalities, taking charge, acting unapologetically, and they're kind of getting a lot of backlash in their life from it. But then the other version of the manifesto that I see show up to me, and this is more often than not, especially in the women that I work with that are these very like sensitive, empathic women, uh, is the manifester who isn't owning her bigness, who has been just tamping down all of that shine and feeling like, oh, like I, I, I don't want to make anyone uncomfortable. Like I'm going to fall into people pleasing, like rather than showing up and being the big version of me that's unapologetic, that's making big decisions. I'm just going to people please because that feels more comfortable and I don't want anyone not to like me. Mm -hmm. And so they fall almost into the opposite of what the manifester is really supposed to show up and be. And I see the most conditioning with these types where people are really living out of alignment and they're, I hate this term, but for lack of a better phrase, playing small. Mm -hmm. And they're just not showing up to the party with this shining aura that they really that they really should be so whether however you're living right now as a manifester no judgment at all about that but just asking yourself am i owning my bigness am i owning that i came here to be someone who is a leader who's here to act unapologetically who's really a visionary mm -hmm. because manifestors are called on to lead because of the visionary impact that they can have the divine is acting through them and they get these very powerful urges. So when I say leader, it's not about bossing anyone around or feeling like you're quote unquote above anyone. It's really about embracing what these urges and these divine inspirations are flowing through to you as and acting on them and being very unapologetic about that and knowing that the right people are going to go along with you for the ride. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yes. Awesome. So next we'll talk about generators and generators are so warm, so sparkly, full of juicy life force energy. So 
The manifestor you could see is a little, uh, there are some people that are gonna love the manifestor. There are some people that that's just not their cup of tea and that's totally fine. That's their karma to embrace that. The generators are more, a little more like likable, a little more warm and fuzzy. Like you just feel a really good energy from the generator when you walk into the room with them. And people can't help but be attracted to that good energy. And generators really house the life force energy of the earth. So they're here to create what they love and to love what they create. Because in doing that, they create energy for everyone around them and for themselves. So they're really filling up. They are literally filling up this earth with that good energy that's coming off of them. And if they like something, they can do it well and do it all day. So for generators, the conditioning really comes in when we're doing the things that we don't like. Mm -hmm. So I know it's so simple. It's just like, oh, do the things you love and you'll never work a day in your life. That's definitely a generator phrase. Mm -hmm. But we've gotten away from that, right? Because we think that the things we love maybe aren't going to be the things that make us money. We think that success only comes from quote unquote hard work that doesn't feel fun. Maybe a lot of generators I see fall into the pattern of feeling like they have to sacrifice and do what everyone else expects of them and kind of help everyone else out with their energy um, and remain tied to something that doesn't feel good for them. So there are all these ways that we get ourselves out of actually living as happy, fulfilled, sparkly, warm generators. Um, and that really leads to burnout. So a generator, even though they could have the most energy in the world when they're doing something they love, if they're not doing something they love, that just doesn't translate. So it's really, really important if you're a generator that you choose to do things you love that really make you feel good in your body, not just in your head. Um, because your energy is so precious and we all need it. You, we need that overflow of energy when you're so lit up. So don't think of it as selfish to pick the things that you love and to go after them. Think of it as a service, honestly, to all of us. Beautiful. I love it. And what came to me is after you share all the type, types, I would love for us to like guess each other's type. Is that cool? I love that. Okay, cool. I was cool. going to ask you what your type was, but I like that even better. Okay, awesome. Okay, so we did manifestors, generator. Okay, third type. Manifesting generator is the third type. So we've talked about both of these, and you can see obviously in the name that the manifesting generator is a hybrid of manifestor and generator energy. Um, they are kind of like superheroes because they have both of those qualities to them. So... They have the power to both speak things into existence and have those divine urges and uh, that, that visionary voice like the manifester. And then they have the power to actually get those things done and use all that energy um, to create things like the generator. So they really mash those two together and they become these like crazy balls of energy. <laughs> And so they're also here to really follow their heart's desires like the generator. That's what it really comes down to is also doing what they love and loving what they do. But they're a little more multi-passionate. So 
Whereas the generator might pick a passion and I'll just give my mom as an example. She was a teacher for uh, like 45 years and she picked that, she was good at it, she loved it. She never felt tired from working and she just did that her whole life and she's a generator. Um, but a manifesting generator wouldn't feel so good doing something like that. They kind of need to be bouncing around a little bit, have their hands in a whole bunch of different pots, like be trying a new thing one month and then trying a different thing the next month. And so where their conditioning really comes in is in feeling like they just have to stick to that one career path, um, that one hobby. Uh, that one group of friends and for them that doesn't feel good that that's it feels the worst thing you could do to a manifesting generator is give them like one menial task to do all day that's absolutely going to suck the life out of them that's what's going to cause them to burn out and it just doesn't feel good and again like they're not creating that good energy for people when they're not lit up by what they're doing so for manifesting generators it's about starting to show up to life again unapologetically about what path you're taking so your path is not going to look linear if you're a manifesting generator and it's really really important to own that and to start telling other people like hey my path doesn't look linear and i'm okay with that because when you start owning it when you start really making your own rules for life you give other people the permission to do the same and they become more comfortable with how you're choosing to live this very like unique different kind of life that really works for you and makes you feel good and so it just really becomes a cycle where you are comfortable with it so others are more comfortable with it so you get more comfortable with it and you can just you can go down the paths that are calling your name because nothing is a waste of time for a manifesting generator even if it feels like you're being called to do this weird thing that makes no sense with what you're doing now, it's not a waste of time. It's either some sort of gift or a lesson and it's been put in your path for a reason. I love that. And like, I'm just thinking like people that are manifesting generators, they, it must be such a mind fuck to live in like, you know, the U S and, and because we're so taught, like you, you know, you go to school and then you get a good job and you're there forever. Like, um, so being multi-passionate, I could just imagine like, this is going to help them feel so liberated. And so like, yeah, there's a reason why I do this and I did this and I do this, this is all going to come together. Like there's a reason for it. I feel like it's going to give them such permission to just be them, be their multi-passionate energized self, you know, that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing. A thousand percent. And it's all about that permission, right? Mm -hmm. People always tell me like, oh, your, your content's so permission giving, like the reading was so permission giving. And it's so funny because I'm not giving anyone permission. You're giving yourself permission to live like this. Like you, I'm just sharing this information and then you're the one that implements it and sees the change and really gives yourself that permission. And like I said, gives other people permission too because we're all kind of holding each other down right now when we should really be expanding each other. I love that. Oh, I love it. I have chills. Okay, um, fourth type. Fourth type. So we're moving on to kind of a different um, subset of the types. So we just talked through the three energy types um, or the three energy giving energy types, I should say. 
And now we're moving into the two quote unquote non-energy types. And so when I say that, people are like, oh my God, like I don't want to be a non-energy type. Like that sounds like they're weak or they're lame or they're lethargic or they're weird. Um, and it's true that they, these two energy types operate pretty differently than the rest of the world. They um, are, they're less than 30% of the population. So it's a little different, right? It's a different experience than most of us have been raised with, but it doesn't mean any of those things. It just means that they don't have the ability to create their own energy in their body in the way that other people do. And they're just able to take it in from other people. So they kind of swoop in with the energy, get what they need, be really, really efficient with it, and then swoop out. Uh, again, not a way that we have been taught to operate. So I'll get into the first of those energy, those non-energy types, which is a projector. So a projector sees things in a very unique way. Their advice is incredibly valuable and it's not about necessarily what they output in life. So it's not about the pushing and the forcing. It's actually just about what they see differently. So their advice is, um, is what they came to this life to share. They can be creative, they can create, but yeah, at the end of the day, it's not all about that. It's more about how they're seeing. And I really love this metaphor that I share all the time uh, to describe projectors. So basically they are, they are the birds that are on the trees and they're kind of like watching all the other animals play in the mud. And from up there, they can see like who's using energy efficiently, who should be playing with who, um, should people be playing over there that might be more fun or like, is there more food over in this one space? And so they're calling, they're, they're leaders. They're a different type of leader though. They're calling out very gently like, oh, I think that if you did this, like it would be a little more energetically meaningful. Or if you did such and such this way, you guys would see eye to eye. So they're constantly being called to give feedback about the world around them and really guide the tribe with their gifts. They're very naturally gifted and they just have this sight that is um, kind of above and beyond what a lot of other people can see. So it's really important for them to recognize that in themselves. So A, to recognize that their energy works different, that they're not really meant to be playing in the mud so much as kind of up on the branch. And that's not to say that they're above anyone. It's just that they need that rest, right? They need to be efficient with the energy and then take a step back and rest. And then B, they need to recognize that they have those gifts and that they're really special. Um, because for them, it's all about being invited in to share that wisdom. So whereas the manifester had those divine urges and then spoke them and didn't give a shit what people think, <laughs> the projector can't do that as much. Um, they really need the right people to have their message land with and to resonate with that and then kind of seek them out as that guide figure. So their leadership style is much more like a guide where you're just guiding someone to tweak, transmute, use more efficiently energy um, to kind of create this heaven on earth. 
So for them, it's all about recognizing themselves so other people can recognize them. So really seeing yourself, asking yourself, am I seeing myself? Like, am I truly seeing all the power that I embody? And then am I projecting that out so that other people can kind of come to me and invite in that wisdom? Or am I, again, keeping myself small, not feeling like I can really share who I am, like sharing a different version of me than who I am, or, you know, thinking my ideas don't matter. Getting rid of all of that and just recognizing that they are so special and that they absolutely need to be um, someone that shares their opinions and their thoughts and their ideas with the world. So would you say they're also visionaries like the manifester or in a different way? Yeah, I think, well, first of all, I think that anyone can, can be a visionary, um, sure. but these are just more kind of like the pillars of, of the types. And so manifestors are definitely visionaries. Projectors are visionary in the way that they're just going to see things a little differently. Like they're very new paradigm beings. Mm -hmm. So they're going to see, um, they're going to see what's supposed to work for the future kind of, whereas oh. manifestors are a little bit more in the here and now. Okay. So like they could see like cause and effect. They could just see like the puzzle, like they, mm -hmm. they just, and then they guide people in fitting the puzzle. Does that, is that accurate? A thousand percent. Yeah. They're, they're very much all about patterns. So they're seeing energetic patterns, whether that is and honestly, like that could be some sort of statistical pattern and they become an amazing mathematician or it could be an energetic pattern and they become like a couples therapist. They will have some sort of niche that they see very differently and then it's their job to act on that. Oh, like, so they could be like inventors. I mean, I know we all can, every type can, but like, they, they're like inventors. They can be inventors. They could be, yeah, a, yeah. a thousand percent. It's just seeing that like energy of efficiencies. They're all about efficiencies and helping us all work to be more efficient. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, you could definitely invent something that helps us be more efficient, or I guess that's what most inventions are. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. So like um, a projector would have like a, like their ideal week would be like a six hour work week or something like that. Right. If they feel very passionate in what they're doing and just being super intentional. Like that would work. A thousand percent. That is, so this is where people change their mind and they're, they're like, wait, I want to be a projector <laughs> because ideally a projector is not working more than like four hours a day. Wow. Um, and, and, but I always share that because we're in 2020 and yes, I believe everyone should be working less, but I always share that that can look different, right? So a projector, maybe you're working four hours a day. And again, that's because you're super efficient with your time so you can get a lot done. Um, but if you're at like, if you're at a job that requires you to be there for eight hours, that's okay too. I'm not saying that you absolutely have to quit your job, but like, can the other four hours of that day be giving advice to people or getting really deep in research for a project you're doing or just kind of sitting there and visioning about what the next best step for the team would be like can it be a little bit more flowy of a day rather than four hours of like literally writing up content or four hours of really intense phone calls like 
that can that's great for the four hours but for the eight hours it's going to feel really really draining to a projector i feel like the projectors that are listening that are in the quote-unquote hustle mindset are probably like ah oh, thank you for hearing this because they may feel like i'm so burnt out like what's wrong with me blah, blah blah but like i feel like this will give them such like liberation like it's okay you know um oh i love that um i had another thought but it totally slipped my mind um, but okay, this is great. Okay, keep next type, please. Last type. So last and final type. And I'm so curious if there are any listening because they're only 1% of the population. <laughs> Interesting. And that is the reflector. So also a non-energy type like the projector, but the difference between a projector and a reflector chart is that a reflector chart is completely open and white. If you look at a chart, you'll know what I'm talking about, where like you probably have um, some color in your chart, some of these like shapes that are colored in. The reflector doesn't have any of that. So it's all white. And what white signifies in human design is openness. So reflectors are very, very open to the energy of the outside world. So they're kind of like the ultimate empath. And where we have openness in our chart in human design, we call that where we kind of absorb wisdom. So reflectors are incredibly wise, incredibly in touch with the divine, just like very, very tapped into the world around them. So that can kind of be a blessing and a curse for them. So it's a blessing in that they just have unlimited potential for wisdom. If they put themselves in the right environment, around the right people, like they can't help but have this wonderful, amazing, abundant life. But if they get stuck in an environment that feels really bad with people, you know, who don't believe in them or anything like that, their energy is so sensitive that it's gonna take that in and it's really not gonna be able to move forward. So if you're a reflector, you want to really make sure you're putting yourself in the healthiest environment possible. And that can look totally different, right? That looks different for everyone, but just an environment that makes you feel really, really safe and held and set up for success. Now, I don't recommend um, putting up a ton of boundaries if you're a reflector, um, which might be your natural inclination. You might feel like, oh my gosh, I'm so sensitive. Like I can't be around the world. I need to just kind of hide away and, you know, be in my home and just write all day or something like that. Like that might be kind of your natural inclination, but because you're so open and because you have that amazing ability to transmute wisdom, you really do need to get out there into the world. Like we need you. You're really mirroring back for us. Um, what's working, what's not working, the health of society, the health of the community around you. Um, so reflector is a, it's a little more esoteric. And like I said, they're very, very connected to the divine, connected to like the moon cycle, um, very, very fluid beings, but they have the ability to just be like these amazing thought leaders and keepers of wisdom. Um, and and again, like feel really good if they're putting themselves in the right environment. And I'm like, I feel for reflectors because when you say like ultimate impact, like if they're not aware of that, I can't imagine how like exhausting and draining it must be sometimes. 
Um, so I'm so happy you shared this. And I'm just curious, is there any, you have any theory on why it's only 1%? I think so. The, the idea is that we want every reflector to be surrounded by like 100 people. Ideally, you, you're the reflector and then you're kind of at the center of the community or the tribe reflecting back the health of what's going on, uh, the progress of things, just like really reflecting back your wisdom to everyone. So we only need a, a smaller amount of those people that everyone can come to. Um, but then, like I said, reflectors kind of hide themselves away sometimes. Mm -hmm. And when they're really meant to kind of be in the spotlight in their own way, in a way that they feel comfortable with. Interesting. Oh my gosh. Uh uh, I'm like, so like, I have no words because this is so, this is so great. This is like literally everything I, I wanted. So thank you so much for sharing. I would love to guess each other's types. I'm in between two. I'm also in between two. Really? Okay. So I was in between manifester or projector for you. Yeah. Yeah. One of those? One, definitely one of those. Okay. You tell me because I'm like, I'm really torn. <laughs> I'm a projector. Okay, okay, I thought so, but I was like, um, okay, cool, very cool. I love it. What about yeah. me? What do you think? Okay, so it's so funny. I'm also in between manifester and generator. Ooh, cool. And I generator because you have such a big energy to you. Like it's such a big warm energy. Uh, but then manifest, you could just be like a particularly warm manifester. <laughs> so cool. Interesting. So I am a generator. So okay. yeah, yeah, way to get it. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Um, I love it. I wonder if the listeners were listening and they were trying to guess my type too. But yeah, total generator. And for me, what I loved when I came across like what you're sharing is that my whole life, I always said, I want to do something that lights me up. Like I, and I remember like my sister and people telling me, Kel, not always are you going to feel lit up by what you do. Like, that's just not realistic. Like, and I just, I did not accept it. I was like, no, like I, I, and at times, you know, when I would be like in dark times, I'd be like, why can't I just be like, why can't I just do other things? Like, why do I have this like inner knowing this inner desire that I need to be lit up by what I do? But I like was just like, F that, I'm not accepting it, no. So when I came across this, I'm like, oh my God, this makes so much sense that I never gave up on that pursuit to find what lights me up. So that was like, and it was just very confirming for me. And then also with my, my type, I'm not really good at goal setting or it's not really like that good for me or I don't know the right words to say it. But when I heard this, I was like, wow, this feels, this is amazing. Cause I, I, all the times I beat myself up and I'm like, why can't I freaking complete goals? Like what's wrong with me? And it was just very like liberating, you know? It's so liberating. And it's so funny that you say that because for the vast majority of us, we need to let the universe do more work for us. Yeah. <laughs> like totally. it's not on us to, to be hunkering down and completing those goals and to be executing everything perfectly and to be feeling motivated 100% of the time. We let we need to let the universe do more work for us. So I love that you kind of like intuited that and then took that on and gave yourself that permission. 
Yeah. And I'm curious about you when you found out you were a projector, like did things, did you feel validated? Did you feel free? Did you like, what came through for you? A thousand percent. So if you caught me earlier, I did say that I was in corporate, that I was kind of burnt out. And so I think that's a, that's a little clue that a lot of projectors have. Uh, but I, I, that was something I heard on that podcast. So I learned I was a projector while listening to that podcast and it just clicked for me. It was like, nothing has ever felt more true in my life. (laughs) I know that I am a person that needs a little bit more rest. Like I know that I am that person that wants to leave the party at 11 o'clock. Like to me, that is a perfectly reasonable time to leave a party. If not a little bit too late. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, I needed to live my life a little bit differently than how everyone else was. And that's okay. I feel, I honestly feel a lot lighter now, like in my body, just in adjusting the way that I show up. And if you're a projector, like I said, it doesn't mean you have to quit your corporate job and like go into some spiritual path. You can, that I've had a great time doing that. Uh, But you can just start to engage with the world in a way that just feels a little easier and feels a little lighter and doesn't feel like you're pushing yourself so hard all the time. Mm -hmm. I love it. And if you don't mind me asking your partner, what type is your partner? He's a generator. So he totally, uh, yeah, he totally lights me up and I get my energy from him. And he is that person that I'm dragging out of the party Mm -hmm. (laughs) that could go all night until 4 a.m. I can totally see how human design, like if you buy into it, right? Like if you are resonating with this, how it could be so helpful in relationships, in relationships with partners, romantic relationships, but also family relationships. Like I could see how this could be so healing for on so many levels. It's so healing. And it's not like it has fixed every issue we've ever had, like, right, we're only human, Mm -hmm. but it has helped me understand him better. And that's absolutely true. And there are so many other elements in the chart too, beyond just energy type, where you can see how they fit together, how your emotions are playing off of one another, how your fears might be affecting the other person Mm -hmm. that just really helps you understand, I think, so well, visually even, oh my gosh, like we're such different people. Like I knew we were different people, but just to see that on paper in front of me mm-hmm. is so, so helpful. Yeah, and I'm curious, um, this is just, I'm really curious. Has the chemist bought in? Like does he under does he believe in human design? He does. It's so wow. funny. He's so supportive and he loves all of this stuff. He doesn't get it at all. Could not read a chart to save his life, which is fine. Uh, <laughs> but he, of course, I read him his chart and he was like, yeah, that sounds like me. And I was like, isn't that magical and amazing and cool? And he was like, well, yeah, that's just me. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Okay, babe. So I have some questions for you. Now I know these charts are very specific to the person, extremely specific. So I know this, these are going to be more generalized, um, but I'm very excited to hear your, your take on this. So best self-care practices for each type. Can we do that? Or yeah. is that too general? Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. It's not too general. And honestly, like with any of these, I always say just take what resonates um, because this isn't a perfect science. And if you hear something and you're like, I love that, that sounds like it really lights me up. Like, cool, go ahead and do that. I love that for you. 
<laughs> totally. And I will say also, if it triggers you, like it triggered me, that's probably mm -hmm. some conditioning there um, that you've experienced through your lifetime that, so it, the triggers actually, I believe it's like a indication to like, okay, let me work on this. Let me heal this. Um, so just keep that in mind, sunshines, but okay. The back to you, self-care practices. Rapid fire, self-care practices. So manifestors, I love, um, and we're going to go beyond just like, you know, face mask, bubble bath, that kind of thing. Because uh, everyone can do that and feel good. But I love for manifestors something that gets them like into feeling their power. Because manifestors can get really out of touch with their power or told again, like that they're too big, they can't own it. Um, so embodiment practices for them, I really like, like tapping for self-empowerment, like emotional freedom technique, um, ecstatic dance, Ooh. hip circles, even like a hit workout that makes them feel like a badass. I love just anything that gets them in the body and is like, okay, like I am a powerful person. Um, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. MGs. So for manifesting generators, I like, I like for them to just keep trying new things, honestly, like when it comes to anything like that. So self-care, like don't get, don't feel like you have to do that nine step routine for your face. Mm -hmm. Like do, do that if that's fun one day, but then also, also do the intense workout another day or just let yourself get immersed in something you love. Um, for them, I like them to really mix up their self-care routines because a routine is the last thing that I want a manifesting generator to feel like they're stuck in. I love that. Uh, I'm thinking of my sister because my sister's a manifesting uh, generator, but she is so routine. Um, so I'm, I'm just wondering if that's conditioning or I'm just curious, but, um, okay. So, okay. Next type. For self-care. I, I love that. And I'll just say there are some things in a chart, like some gates and channels that are all about routine. There's one that's like total self-care gate that you would just love routine. So sometimes the things in your chart that are very little and very specific can kind of override your energy type in some little areas. Oh, I'm so happy that you said that. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Yeah. So generators. So getting creative getting super creative, letting yourself just get totally immersed in something that you love that's creative, where you can look back on it and say like, I made this, I'm so proud of this, I love it, it made me feel good. Like, And maybe that's flower arranging, maybe that is doing a drawing, maybe that is painting in your garden. Um, anything creative, sculpting something with your hands, like all of that's going to be so beautiful for you. You're so driven by a desire to create and to be creative and also feeling like what you create, it doesn't have to be amazing. Like you can just be in it for the sheer joy of creation and turn your brain off and just really tap into that like sacral guttural desire part of yourself that you're really ruled by. I love that. So would you say generators are tend to be creative just in nature? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're definitely creative types. 
so interesting because like my whole life I always felt like I wasn't creative and only recently have I been like because I I'm not artsy like I'm not um and then visually like I'm with interior design and stuff like that it's just had like I remember in college when I went away for my freshman year and it was like my roommate her room looked like her side of the room looked like ikea i mean it looked like home goods it looked amazing and then my side literally looked like a jail a jail cell like there was <laughs> so i always had this story that i'm like oh i'm not creative but as i've gotten older and i've done the work i recognize oh i'm creative in different ways not artsy but there's so many other ways like speaking and all these different ways right a thousand percent and i was just gonna say like yes i did kind of take off things that are more in that art category but honestly, whatever version of creativity feels good for you, that is all it's about is being a generator, getting lost in that feeling of creation. And creation looks so different for all of us. I love that. Thank you. So for projectors, self-care, actually, I do find this one to be pretty standard and you probably could have guessed it, but it is really making rest sacred. So getting rid of like the stigma around rest, Mm -hmm. and inviting in like, ooh, like rest feels good for me. Like maybe you get a new bedroom set that you really like, or you get a diffuser, or you have this like silky robe that you absolutely love to be in. That's me. I mm -hmm. If you see me on Instagram, I'm like constantly doing stories in this silk robe that I have. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. And, and yeah, just like making a new bedtime routine that feels really good for you. Projectors do really, really well with like at least an hour before going to bed, just like winding down and making sure you're getting plenty of rest. Like that's the ultimate self-care, right? I love it. So giving yourself permission, like take a day nap if you want to take a day nap. Like I mm -hmm. feel like there's so much stigma, like you said, against taking a nap during the day because we're supposed to be doing and we've been told that when we do, then we're worthy. Our doing equates to being worthy and it's like bullshit. So I'm so glad that you're sharing this. This is great. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's it's all about getting rid of the BS. Like that's mm -hmm. what it is at the end of the day. There's so much BS that you're doing right now that just you don't even need to be doing it. Like just say goodbye to it. Wave goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. And so then for, for reflectors, for reflectors, for their self-care, I love them getting deeper into their spiritual side. Um, because like I said, they're so naturally spiritual, but a lot of people weren't brought up to be that way or don't know if that could be them or, or they're just uncomfortable with it. So they're so tapped into the energy of the moment. And so for 2020, that's been really, really hard on our reflectors and they really need tools for literally moving the energy through their body. Uh, so I like for them like full moon circles, um, meditation, breath work to move that energy. Or my favorite is, is distance energy healing, which of course I practice and do and just love so much. And so for them, it's all about getting really in touch with that spiritual side of themselves and not pushing it away and really inviting in that sensitivity. I love that. Oh, that's so great. This is so good. Um, and I know talking about 2020, which is like great segue into like my next question is, um, how about for, how can we use our design for activism? Like if we're feeling called to, you know, do just participate in all the things that are going on in the world today. Can you mm -hmm. share with us? some? Yeah. 
Yeah, I love that. And I love that people, I just love any way people can use their design in a way that makes an impact in a way that actually matters. Like these tools are meant for us to use, not just to talk about. Mm -hmm. So really putting them to practice in your own life. And I'll start by saying with activism, when it comes to fighting for racial injustice, getting out the vote, like doing the things that are really, really crucial to our world right now, like First of all, just do something, do anything. <laughs> Don't let your human design like hold you back or, or make you feel like you can't do a certain thing. Like this is here to expand you and whatever is calling on your heart to be done, like do that, like stay educated, donate, demonstrate, vote, volunteer, do all of those things. Mm -hmm. What I'll share about a little bit is, is the way that you can kind of energetically come to the party so that the whatever you choose to do, uh, whatever many things you choose to do, really resonate with people and break through. Um, someone who talked about this actually at length is AC Brown. She's another human design reader and she's oh. a black woman and she's just so fantastic. She's a channel and intuitive. So I really encourage everyone to check out her work as well. But my own spin on this is that I love manifestors really, again, stepping into their role as leaders here. So how can you lead others in your life by example, if you're a manifestor? Um, because people are watching you. So it's really, really important that you're living in a way that is demonstrating what matters to you, living in integrity, sharing about the things that you're learning, and knowing that people are going to come along with you for the ride. Like it's really, really important that you be that embodied leader who's educated, who's empowered, who's making change, who's fighting for racial justice that you know you are. Um, how are you leading your community? How are you leading your home? Just think about the different elements of your life that you could be a leader in. And remember that you are meant to ruffle some feathers. So maybe that does mean like speaking up at the Thanksgiving dinner table. Because again, the right people, they need to hear that from you. And they need to hear your voice and to hear your vision. Love it. For generators and MGs, I will group them together here because remember, they're so powerful at getting things done. Mm -hmm. So we need you on the ground if you're a generator and an MG. And, and by that, I don't, you know, of course, I mean demonstrating and I believe everyone should, should do that if they feel comfortable in that. But I mean on the ground, like in action. There's literally so much work that needs to be done right now, and we really need your engine to keep it going. So pick some sort of niche of one of the many causes that we need to fight for right now mm -hmm. um, that you're most passionate about, and just let that be your fuel. Because like I said, when you're doing something you love, when you're passionate about that, you can kind of fuel yourself to keep that going and bring other people into it too. So maybe you're going to pick to uh, push back on voter suppression or you're gonna knock doors for the candidate who's fighting for climate change um, or you're gonna do social media for a company that you really identify with, um, a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. and 
there's a lot of ways that you can do right now. Like there's so much doing that needs to be done. So just picking what resonates with you and hitting the ground running. Love it. For projectors. So remember I said that projectors are really kind of new paradigm seekers and visionaries and guides. Mm -hmm. So what does that new paradigm look like for you? If you're a projector, how can we do things differently? How can we make positive change in our lives and start showing up differently? You can see that. Don't doubt that you have the ability to see that and like that you can share where there's room for improvement because you really are tasked with that. So you need to kind of tap into that vision that you have and use it for good right now and get your hands dirty too. But remember that you can really guide us to be more efficient or effective in how we're doing things. Mm, I love it. And for reflectors, like I said, 2020 is such a charged time for them. It's mm -hmm. a really hard time to be a reflector right now, but don't block it out. Surround yourself with a community that's going to bring about change because I said it's all about that environment, right? So put yourself in an environment that is fighting for what you believe in right now. Maybe that's volunteering at an organization. Uh, maybe that's getting involved at your school or with your alumni group, just like whatever group you know that's fighting for change. Mm -hmm. Put yourself in that group and be an instrumental part of it. And don't be afraid to actually get into the work, even if it feels really raw and intense for you, because we really, really need your guidance on everything that's going on. Mm. Oh my gosh, this was great. Thank you so much. I loved it. I loved it so much. And I have one more question for you. Is that cool? Okay. Totally cool. Is it possible to um, know like what, wh how to use our design type for manifestation? Or is that like you have to really look at your actual chart to get that? Yeah, yes, it is possible. And you know what? I'll just give everyone a hot tip right now. <laughs> okay, cool. So your, your, uh, your energy type I, I'll let everyone kind of intuit it, how they could use their energy type for manifestation. But there's actually another part in your chart that's very, very tied to manifestation. And that is in the arrows. So if everyone's looking at their chart right now, you can see that kind of by your head, there are these arrows and they're either pointing left or right. Mm -hmm. So look at the arrow in the bottom right corner. Uh, and if that is pointing left, you are a specific manifester. So you really need to have a picture of how things are um, or how you want things to be in your mind. Like you can get down nitty gritty. Like I have, I, I'll share, I'm a specific manifester and I have written down, like, I want a free pair of earrings that have crystals that make me feel like a goddess. Mm. And then I got that the next week. So you really need to be extremely specific in your manifesting. Um, if it's pointing to the right, then you're actually a non-specific manifester. So you can let go of some of those manifestation ideas about how you're quote unquote supposed to manifest. And for you, it's really about calling in the feeling. So you would just be calling in like, oh, 
I'm looking for some sort of item that just makes me feel really empowered when I'm wearing it. And you leave it at that. You don't put as much of a timeline on it. Like you just let the universe bring it to you. It's a lot more flowy. It's like, oh, I want to just feel really good in the house that I'm in rather than manifesting the three bedroom house with the red door and the marble countertop. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. That's such a great hot tip. Thank you for sharing. I know for me personally, I'm non, I'm a non-specific manifester. So this is a good reminder for myself um, to really tune into that feeling of how I want to feel for whatever to arrive. Um, so awesome. 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 This was so great. I loved it. And my last question for you that I asked every guest, which I've been forgetting. So sorry, sunshines is since this <laughs> is the empowered you podcast. When is the last time you felt truly empowered and why? Oh, I love that question. And I'm so glad you didn't forget to ask it. Aww, thank you. <laughs> the last time I felt empowered, I, it, it was a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It was a day when I totally cleared my schedule. So I felt empowered enough to say, all right, like I, I hear you universe. I'm going to rest. I'm, not going to create any content. I'm not going to take any calls. I'm not even going to schedule a phone call with a friend. I am just going to sit and listen to whatever my intuition wants to do today. And it was just a beautiful day. And then I'll share this too, because I think this message is coming through for a lot of us right now. I had my most abundant, I guess I'll say, day of of rest and of work when I did that. And actually it was the day that you reached out to me to be on this podcast. Get out of here. Are you for real? No, no, that's, it's a hundred percent true. I got three people reaching out to me to be on podcasts. I got four new clients. I got people blowing up my DMs. Wait, four new clients in one day in that day of rest? In the day of rest. Yes. Wow. And I share that. And I think I honestly, if I heard this six months ago, I'd be a little triggered by it, but I share this because it's kind of meant to trigger you. It's meant to make you think like the universe wants you to do so much less. We are so caught up in this crazy doing right now. And even I having experienced that day, have a hard time actually getting myself in that mindset and making myself do nothing. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. That, and that's so inspiring. And that's evidence for all of us that rest is important and like doing the work and the universe will deliver, you know, when you surrender and you just let go and you trust. So, ah, oh, that's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing. And then, so would you like to offer anything today or share with us where we can connect with you, where we can work with you and all that good stuff? Yes. I would love to work with you all. I would love to read everyone's charts. Like I said, there is so much more in your chart beyond energy type that we can go through together. It's just so much fun and so empowering. So if you would like to work with me on that, um, you can check out my website at graciellarazor.com. I also do energy healing. So hit me up for that as well. That's a whole different ball game that we'll have to talk about another time. (laughs) 
Awesome. And everything's in your show notes. Um, I'll have, uh, I'll attach your Facebook, your Instagram, your websites, everything. So sometimes definitely check the show notes and oh my gosh, babe, thank you so much. This literally was everything that I was looking for and more. So I'm so grateful to you. Thank you for sharing your knowledge, your wisdom, your gifts with us. And I'm so excited for all the listeners to really like dig into this. Oh, Thank you so much. I'm so excited too. Thank you for seeing me, that projector validation. And thank you for sharing your energy with me. It's totally infectious. And I can't wait to work with everyone. Thank you. And I, I'm like excited to bring you back because I know there's so much more we can talk about. So, I mean, if you choose to, but so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Sunshines. There you have it. Let me know. Let us know what your energy type is. Take a screenshot, tag us, post it on your Instagram, on Facebook, write a five-star review, and let me know your thoughts and your takeaways from this episode. So till next time, I'm sending you all so much love, light, and positive vibes. Bye.